Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with PM Fox. Japan has an aging population, a gigantic budget deficit, deflation, and negative interest rates. Why would a former ambassador to Japan then be starting a fund to help American entrepreneurs grow their businesses in Japan? Pim, we're going to find out. Yes, we're going to be uh, speaking with John Roos. He is the founding partner of the venture capital firm Geodesic Capital. And as you mentioned, a former U.S. ambassador to Japan. Right now, let's go to Charlie Pellet in the Bloomberg Newsroom for a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I thank you, Pim. Fox, thank you, Kathleen Hayes. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all declining, but stocks have paired a decline. Banks and energy producers trimming losses. S&P 500 index slipping from a 10-month high. Amid speculation, equities may have run too far too fast, given the lackluster prospects for global growth. On top of that, there is the Brexit vote, the U.S. political conventions, and the looming Federal Reserve meeting. Josh Shapiro is chief U.S. economist at Maria Fiorini Ramirez. I think that it's, it's a dangerous thing that's been going on, what central banks have been doing. They're, 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 they're causing distortions in financial markets, distortions in behavior. They've done everything they pretty much can do at this stage. With the size of the of deficits that we have and the amount of debt that's out there, fiscal policy is kind of hamstrung, and 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 I think we're limping along. And then when you're in that with that type of backdrop, your downside risks far outweigh your upside risks. Bill Gross, uh, uh, Bill Gross, manager of the 1.4 billion dollar Janus Global Unconstrained Bond Fund, warning central bank policies that push trillions of dollars into bonds with negative interest rates will eventually backfire violently. Gross compares it to a supernova, which is a star at the end of its life. And a person familiar with the matter says billionaire investor George Soros has become more involved in trading at his family office, concerned about the outlook for the global economy and the risk that large market shifts may be at hand. S&P 500 index down five, a drop of three-tenths of one percent. Gold up 1040 the ounce to 1272, up eight-tenths of one percent. Tenure up 730 seconds, yield there 1.67 percent. 232 on Wall Street. Now let's take a look at other news from around the world. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Scarlett Fu. President Obama has formally endorsed Hillary Clinton to succeed him as next U.S. president today. For more than a year now, across thousands of miles in all 50 states, tens of millions of Americans have made their voices heard. Today, I just want to add mine. I want to congratulate Hillary Clinton on making history as the presumptive Democratic nominee for president of the United States. The president offered his endorsement in an online video after meeting at the White House earlier today with Clinton's Democratic primary rival, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. Israel is deploying additional battalions to the West Bank and restricting travel for Palestinians during Ramadan in the wake of yesterday's shooting in Tel Aviv. 
two Palestinians gunned down four Israelis and wounded at least five others. Here's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. This is a, a savage uh, crime, a murder, uh, and terrorism in the heart of Tel Aviv. The shooters, cousins from the West Bank, are in custody. A coalition of 21 states is suing Delaware over policies involving unclaimed official checks. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton says it's a clear case. Arkansas and Texas are co-leading this coalition of states to get our money back, and we are urging the Supreme Court to enforce federal law. Paxton alleges Delaware has been taking the money for unclaimed checks written by financial institutions based in Delaware, even if those checks weren't ordered there. Workers in Times Square are laying down paint to mark new boundaries for pedestrians and street performers. The new color-coded system will regulate where characters can interact with tourists. The zones start at West 47th Street and run down to West 42nd Street. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists and more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Scarlett Fu. And we thank you. And again, recapping, stocks lower, S&P down 5 to 21.13, a drop of three-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Peloton. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. If there's a country you're worried about when it comes to the economy, at least if you're looking at the direction of bond yield, you'd have to say Japan is on that list. After all, the JGB, the benchmark 10-year Japanese government bond, is now trading at a minus 0.14%. That's not stopping John Roos. He's a founding partner at Geodesic Capital, former U.S. ambassador to Japan from 2009 to 2013. He has launched a fund, more than $300 million, to help American growth stage companies, entrepreneurs, expand into Japan and other countries in the region. He's here to tell us all about it. John, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Delighted to be here. So first, tell us about the fund. What are you doing? What kind of companies are you funding? Well, at Geodesic Capital, as you said, we've raised uh, over $300 million. We're investing in later-stage, growth-stage companies here in the Silicon Valley and helping them go to Japan. And what we have found is that companies here are going private, staying private uh, for a longer period of time. And in the later stages of uh, of uh, their growth, they begin to think about going global. And obviously, the Asia market is incredible important, and we believe, um, and hearing from the companies here, that Japan is a very important gateway into the Asia economy. Uh, Ambassador, I was wondering if you could just give people a little bit of your background, because I know that you, in many of your legal capacities before uh, your ambassadorship, uh, you helped to represent uh, companies that at the time may have been unknown to many Americans, such as Google and Pixar, uh, with your work with Wilson, Sonsini, Goodrich, and Rosati. Prior to going to Japan, I spent yes. 25 years here in the Silicon Valley, uh, where I'm back. Um, and as you said, we represented at Wilson Sonsini, which is the leading tech uh, co- uh, law firm in the country. We represented companies all the way from uh, their infancy, like Apple and Google, until many of them obviously became multi-billion-dollar uh, corporations. And then when I went to Japan uh, from 2009 to 2013 and had the honor of being the U.S. ambassador there, uh, I heard an incredible amount of interest in uh, in Silicon Valley by the Japanese. And so 
Prime Minister Abe, for example, came here a year ago and he talked about building a bridge between the valley and Japan. And geodesic capital is helping to build that bridge between uh, between Silicon Valley and Japan. It certainly helps to have a heavyweight uh, partner in this inaugural fund. You're backed by anchor investor and co-founder Mitsubishi. Uh, geodesic capital has already made successful investments. Of course, one everybody would recognize, I think, is Snapchat. That was a, a good one to have gotten in on. Are there particular kinds of technology that you're going to be looking for, these late-stage uh, companies? It is, and how do the Japanese feel? Don't they have their own startups, or do they feel this is going to seed activity and their own sort of homegrown startups by having Silicon Valley come to them? We're looking at uh, both enterprise companies and consumer companies. So, for example, you mentioned Snapchat in the social media area, but we're looking at areas like security. Tanium is a company uh, that we've invested in that the Japanese have a significant interest in cybersecurity, as an example. Our investors there, uh, I've already talked about some of the benefits of uh, going into the third biggest economy in the world, but for our investors, they see the opportunity opportunity to have this window into the valley, into the disruptive businesses that are going on here. And they also uh, obviously are looking for returns, but also uh, kind of a window into the Silicon Valley ecosystem. And the benefit to them is uh, not only returns, but potential investment opportunities, potential mergers and acquisitions, uh, potential partnerships. A good example uh, that was just recently announced is the Toyota Uber deal. Uh, on the Silicon Valley side, you have this cutting-edge shared economy technology, and on the Japanese side, Toyota, you have the biggest car manufacturer in the world. So you have these traditional uh, enterprises uh, partnering up with new cutting-edge technologies, and both sides of the equation will benefit, and we see more and more of that happening. Ambassador Roos, if an executive or an investor in a startup growth company is listening to you and wants to learn more about expanding into the Japanese market, what do they do? They should give me a call <laughs> at Geodesic Capital. We have uh, a team that's on the ground. We have, uh, as our senior advisor, the, the person who built uh, Twitter in Japan. Uh, as our Japan lead, we have a person who built an enterprise company in Japan as well as was a senior executive at Apple. Obviously, I've had tremendous experience uh, with the senior leadership on both the public and private side. And the, the important lesson to be learned is it's not one size fits all. Many of these incredibly disruptive, successful companies here in the Valley have been in the U.S. market. But when they begin to go global, they have to understand the different cultures, the different business practices. And that's where companies such as ours can really be a benefit. Thank you very much for spending time with us. Ambassador John Roos, he is the former U.S. ambassador to Japan. He is now the founding partner of Geodesic Capital. They are based in San Francisco. You're listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. My co-host, Kathleen Hayes, and this is Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Commonwealth Financial Network. When it's time to change the conversation, talk with a broker-dealer RIA that's ready to listen. Call 866-462-3638 or visit Commonwealth.com to learn more. 
The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.